Wardcast episode 167. Go! Dylan's been to movies. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> just get up and walk out yeah. right after. Like if that if a film was just like two hours of that oh. looped, <laughs> dang, <laughs> or just like some 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 like We're worth the fifteen dollar ticket. Then honestly, huh? that was kind of what the new Blade Runner was. <laughs> That's what yeah. I want. I want some sort of like ASMR, like like panoscoped sound that's just like constantly going around me that should be a game they should like just like a binaural sound cue going around yeah yeah, yeah. you should like go to like universal studios and there should be like a thing that just revolves around you the sound and there's some sort of gameplay element when i was eight at a disney world they had a thing where you sat down and like a scene happened around you and you just closed your eyes and listened oh i remember that it was cool yeah i closed my eyes to practically the entirety <laughs> of haunted mansions so that was almost the same <laughs> i remember man okay my first time on haunted mansion uh that bit where it turns you backwards going down the stairs i was having a great time right up until that point hey alex <laughs> i don't remember that part because my eyes are closed <laughs> so so yeah like like everything was like ah cool ghosts i'm having a great time and then like you get to this bit where they tilt the the cart like they turn it backwards and they tilt it back so it feels like you're falling out the back end of the car and my dad's leaning back with his arms like behind it and he's like Alex it's great and I'm like clinging onto the bar screaming the entire time <laughs> That's that's my haunted mansion story. I hope you liked it. It was good. Well, you're going to have plenty of reasons to go to Disney World oh, now, huh? Oh boy. <laughs> okay, I guess we, we we know the surprise at, at this point. Yeah. I'm like trying to keep like the, the, the timeline in my head. Oh God, the Wardcast official timeline. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to mention actually my favorite part of going to the movies is that bit with the roller coaster. Oh yeah, because you get to pretend like you're on a roller coaster. The old one uh, though, not the new one. Yeah, the new one's not as good. Oh, what roller coaster? Real cinemas. You got a roller coaster. Oh, I go the. You're a bow tie. Okay. I'm a bow tie boy. Well, if you ever go to Regal, <laughs> there's a roller coaster and it's great because you get to bug everyone sitting around you by like going, Wee! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really Alex, hamming it up. Yeah. Alex looks forward to that every single time. Every, no, ev- it's every single time and I'm like constantly bug Mickey with it and that's why I do it. <laughs> I, going back to Haunted Mansion for a second, I think the only part from that ride I remember is when you're standing in the room. And the walls get taller. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and I'm like, fuck that, and then like <laughs> eyes permanently shut. <laughs> oh, the rest man. of the ride. I do recall that. That was cool. Uh, I'm Dylan Alvento, and I'm a coward. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined by Will Blanton, coward as well, and Alex Damrath. Probably not as much of a coward as you guys. It's gonna be well. Okay, let's be frank. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess. I guess we got that cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Honorables, <gasps> 2018. It's our our new flagship sewed parasodes, <laughs> where we uh talk about some games that didn't make it onto best games played. 
And make Which, them fight to the death. Yeah. <laughs> really and, was a crime in and of itself. So here we are just going to commit some more <laughs> crimes. Going to make sure that Monster Hunter, nothing named Monster Hunter makes it anywhere near any list ever. It's already on some list. I can guarantee you that. Okay. No ward-affiliated lists. <laughs> However, I was very proud it was the thumbnail on the PC Gamer Top 10 of the year. Not just <laughs> on the list, but like the header image, yeah, hero image Ooh. right there. I, I I wanted to do this. I mean, obviously the the bracket stuff will will make it kind of fierce, but also like I feel, you know, sometimes we mention a game once and never bring it up again, and just because that's sometimes just how it goes because we get so busy or we're playing other games and stuff. And I mean, the top ten's about kind of through lines of of games that we played a lot of that we felt strongly about but i feel like the honorables is about showcasing games that ultimately didn't make it to the top 10 but also games that like we played once but felt really strongly about at some event or you know maybe a game that only lasts one playthrough because it's so short those are the kinds of games i want to showcase here but unless there are any objections gentlemen you want to you want to get going yeah, let's, let's do this. Okay, so it's a double elimination bracket. So this episode we're doing the uh, the upper bracket. Next episode we'll be doing the lower bracket. Um, when games lose in the upper bracket, they get knocked down into the lower bracket, and then if they lose in the lower bracket, they're permanently cut out from the competition. Um, so it's gonna be one v one. You know, one game versus one game. I was kind of curious how you guys wanted to structure it. Do you want to do like uh, all right? someone talks about you know we we have a champion for both games or like i mean obviously we should probably discuss both games to refamiliarize there's also right. a couple on here where it's like our you know like one bracket is just like my submitted games right you know? and i don't so, know how you want to handle that i think that's just going to come down to like what do you think you know okay yeah um so again do we're you, all we're all fair i, we I have think to pick between we could two have kids. like a, some uh, some discussion and then if a tiebreaker needs to be had we just make it happen sure but you, do you want someone to like champion a specific game or like i mean obviously that's going to happen naturally but when we come to like discussing the games do you want is this game versus this game okay who wants to talk about the first game right i think that seems fair yeah, yeah. okay because i mean these are all submitted by us individually so I don't think there's any. We had any duplicates on this one, even so. No, if there were, I, I eliminated them and just compressed them in the one thing. Right. So. Um, and we shouldn't. Should we list all the games that are on this, or should we just go in blind? I think blind. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with you. Okay. And uh, I kind of want to do it five minutes per each each match. Um, it ultimately might not work that way, but you know, five minutes per. It's like a two and a half hour episode. But uh, I, so I just have a stopwatch to just keep track of it. I'm not going to hard cut people off unless we get really long. <laughs> um, but it's just here if we need it. All right. You guys ready? Let's do this. All, All right. right. Let's do it to it. First up, Marvel Spider-Man mm. versus Fugle. So, Will. <laughs> Let me tell you why Fugle deserves to beat Marvel Spider-Man. Because the only good part of that game is the swinging. Am I right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. Fugle just handles the same sort of fluid motion in a much more engaging experience of, uh, you know, 
waterfalls and interesting landscapes, different animals and vegetation, all dynamically generated. It's just a gorgeous experience. So like where I had said Spider-Man would have been a better game if it were just swinging, Fugle is just... The better game. Swinging. Yeah. Well, it's not swinging, it's flying. I mean, but the principle yeah. of just like... Local motion. focuses on a great core movement mechanic and is just all about making that great. So I had a chance to play Fugle at Indie Mega Booth at PAX West... And I didn't, and I think that speaks volumes to how I feel about Fugle. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, guys, we ultimately <laughs> cut Marvel Spider-Man from the list, from the top 10. I think cutting it immediately, are you telling, so are you telling me your your experience, Alex, was that poor? That you would put Fugle here, here. I mean, which I, nothing against Fugle seems like a great, uh, experiential, mellow game. Feels gives me kind of I don't know, maybe Proteus vibes, maybe mm-hmm. both aesthetic and and the the wanderlust. But Marvel Spider Man's pretty good. I mean, in all honestly, uh, in all honesty, I think that Marvel Spider Man deserves a lot of. Uh, recognition for some of the like the 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 technical feats that it accomplishes mm-hmm. with uh graphics and things like that puddles yeah puddle tech i mean i definitely I, want to play it i do swing past those windows and like every time i swing past a window where you can see in the building i'm just like holy shit <laughs> pretty impressive yeah, yeah there's some good stuff there um and i mean i think i said like swinging easily the best thing about that game combats Close second, I guess. I don't know. Stealth, solid third. <laughs> Stealth, solid 15th place overall <laughs> in terms of things that that game has you do. So um, when you say stealth, do you mean the Spider-Man stealth or the MJ stealth? Honestly, both. I hate playing Spider-Man stealth. I wish the game had... Well, okay, that's not true. I actually did the warehouse the, like where you meet before you meet Jefferson Davis. Yes. Um, and that wasn't too bad. <laughs> Miles Morales's father's name is Jefferson Davis. Oh, how unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> unfortunate because a writer chose to name him Jefferson Davis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I don't think the stealth was that bad at that point. It has sort of given you a little more free form. The first time when you're playing Spider-Man stealthy in the museum. Oh, yeah. Inside the that building. That sucked hard. Well, also because like your your suite of abilities, because of the rate that you unlock abilities, you were just so hamstrung by that. Yeah, like there's a part later on that's another interior section where you we, you can play it stealthy, and I chose to, and it get just got so fun because I could just you get like the the force web attack that will hit someone and then push them. Yeah, and then if it hits a wall, it it, it webs them to the wall. Right, and you can do so. I was like taking out people in the stealth, like you do like the little hangover, and when they walk under you, you do the silent takedown, like in Batman. And then when there's like two or three people left in the room, you should be like, all right, force web, force web, force web, <laughs> and they all get hit so quick they don't know they can't react. And so there's there's a there's a fusion between playing it only stealthy and playing it only action oriented, and and some of those encounters that I liked. But also the MJ stuff didn't bother me. Okay. 
But also, I was playing it on easy, so. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I think the more I'm playing it, the more I'm enjoying it, but I still feel like it's a lot of cobbled together pieces that don't make a perfect game by any means. It's a fine story. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, combat's good, not great. Swinging's some of the best things I've ever done in a video game. The swinging's amazing. And um, yeah, everything else is just kind of like, eh, I wish I didn't have to do that. And I think I, I left off at another point where I was just like, here is yet another mission type with yet another token, the black cat bullshit. And I was just like, great. <laughs> uh, you could just <laughs> not do it. I Yeah, and that's basically what I'm doing, but I hate that it ha- keeps having... It keeps... I've been playing this game for like five hours and it keeps introducing, here's another mission with yet another currency. And I'm like, great. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I mean... Some people want 100% it before they finish the story. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I didn't unlock everything, and I didn't explore. I mean, I, un- I I saw all of the city. I did all the surveillance towers, but I didn't get, like, all the backpacks because you don't need all that stuff, like, going into the, the final stretch of the game. Mm-hmm. I did it when it was convenient and when I wanted to. And, sure. the, and the black cat stuff, I also didn't do. I did the one they make you do. Or the Taskmaster stuff, I think I did, like, one or two of those. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this isn't really... I might I mean, be interested in the Taskmaster stuff. It's kind of cool because it's yeah. like it's timed parkour and it's like a, a, oh, a race. Neat. It's like you got to get to this destination in a certain amount of time and depending on how quickly you do it. So that's having you do Cooper the best races. thing in the game. Yeah. it's And ha- in the end, you get to meet Taskmaster? Uh, well, he's only over radio. I don't know if you meet him in person. It's well, like I saw a clip of someone fighting him. So Oh, then maybe you do. Maybe if you do all then, of them. Then I do. should definitely do that. Yeah. Okay. Taskmaster such a goofy ass villain dude he's great he's he's skeletor basically he's fucking awesome <laughs> i love taskmaster so much um anyway I, I do think that marvel spider-man is a is a is a is a probably a better a winner of this round i think so too and i think what it's going up against afterwards is probably <laughs> it's fate sealed yeah ahead <laughs> but i did want to come out swinging for fugal because it's a great great it's, experience it looks like a great game oh i didn't start the tournament i gotta start the tournament before i can start picking winners start the tournament get that challenge running and now it's taking forever to load how the hell do you pronounce this website i think it's challenge Ch- challenge 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 i think it's just challenge but with a no <laughs> it's dumb i hate it all right marvel spider-man marvel spider-man is the winner here we go all Ooh. right you did it marvel spider-man congratulations dang match two outlaw mayor panic <laughs> versus Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas 2. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much the same game, right? Yeah. <laughs> Identical. Yeah. yeah. Right down to the graphic style and everything. Alex. Yeah. How much do you love Outlaw Mayor Panic? I love Outlaw Mayor Panic. Outlaw Mayor Panic is an amazing game made by an amazing human being. I think Outlaw Mayor Panic deserves to take it to the end. I it's, <laughs> Is it going to go all the way? Yeah, it's going to go all the way. Oh, jeez. Outlaw Mayor Panic for the win. No pressure. <laughs> Will, tell us about how much you enjoyed Vegas 2 this year. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, 
as someone who doesn't play any games of this style, right? It's just been my go-to game of this style for about a decade now, maybe more. It's yeah, it's been out <laughs> a while. <laughs> That's pretty weird to think about. Uh, it's it's a great thing to play with friends. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's fun to go terrace hunting. The story's terrible, but the campaign's kind of good. Was it terrible? I, I mean, I'm sure it was, it's like very typical, like Tom Clancy, like, yeah, it was this guy all along. We're in present danger. Yeah. yeah. You play a white brown hair. Well, you, you get to pick a soldier guy. You get oh. to pick him. Oh, neat. Remember? He <laughs> that, showed us yeah. his oh, custom avatar. You got to yeah. take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> My weird greasy face <laughs> with your, no your, hair your, your the, bubbly your like, bubbly special agent <laughs> yeah. black ops dude it was like the early aughts where everything was shiny in video games uh, we just learned what speculation speculators are and, yeah yeah the i had to google that when you guys brought specularity up i was like <laughs> what I'm, i don't understand 3d the there's a showdown in like the villa i remember shooting up like yeah. a tennis court yeah that's that's one of the best parts yeah it was weird. I forgot who the villain was. There was some yeah, mastermind. Some dude. Whatever. His name's Mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> Task Mastermind. <laughs> Task Mastermind. <laughs> well, I think Outlaw Mayor Panic's going to take this this match. I mean, I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. You should be. Objectively, Outlaw Mayor Panic is a better game than Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Dang. Suck on that, Tom Clancy and... <laughs> Tom Clancy Jr.? <laughs> developers at ubisoft <laughs> tom clancy's rolling in his grave <laughs> is tom clancy dead yeah he died a couple years ago <laughs> oh man they just keep making more books in his name oh well, tom clancy jr is taken it's like it's like christopher tolkien and J.R. tolkin so oh really i didn't know tolkin just keeps churning out <laughs> perpetuating the the lord I mean, of the rings it's free machine money, so. sure yeah. i guess <laughs> match three Ooh. totally accurate battlegrounds versus spider pawns i have so, no horse in this race <laughs> so i'm stepping back you guys take care of it so here's what i think is really interesting about this matchup uh these games are created under very similar circumstances yeah it's kind of weird how dissimilar and similar these games are like they're both much month-long silly game projects that produce something that i don't know well, i guess totally accurate battlegrounds probably got a little more popular than spider ponds yeah just because of like sock pops niche cult uh, i don't know that status. that brian brian michael bendis what's the guy's name brian brian david gilbert yes bg his, <laughs> his video apparently like Helped them a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely did. Um, I think they've definitely grown since. Um, but that was probably after Spider Pond. Yeah. 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 It, it was a month ago. Right. Or so. Month and a half. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I really want to go f- at bat for totally accurate just because of the zaniness, the silliness, how much little little charm, little details go into it. And for, you know, games that both took a month, I feel like totally accurate battlegrounds is probably um, the slightly bigger, more polished project. Well, it's, I think Spider Ponds is less buggy. Damn, no pun intended. It's got spiders in it. Will that's pretty buggy. <laughs> but also, I mean, the, the bugginess of Totally Accurate Battlegrounds is uh, uh, not a weak point. I would say. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they left quite a few in as totally intentional. I mean, we're silly and zany. I'm a big 
Battle Royale fan, as you know. We're mm-hmm. a big PUBG fan. Right. And I think a good send-up of Battle Royale, <laughs> I think, inter- chuckles me, tickles my fancy. That IMO yeah. ends up surpassing a lot of what it parodies. Right. Which like, is what you said before. Yeah. I think physics-oriented, physics-controlled. Like, the fact that you can fly into the ring as it's closing just by shooting your machine gun, like, at your feet until it, like, boosts you into the air <laughs> is just... <laughs> I think totally accurate battlegrounds should should advance. I, I think that's fair. I think it's a yeah. Totally accurate battlegrounds wins out against Spider Pons, even though I'm really liking what Sock Pop is doing. Oh yeah, Sock Pop's wonderful. Please, please give the money. Kind of the cool thing about Sock Pop is that there's so many vignettes by now that like if Spider Pons isn't your thing, there's a bunch they of other ones. Something. They're yeah. all so cute. Such a good art style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're consistently just adorable. Isn't that like their most recent one, like a fly in a pond yeah, too? Yeah, it it's so fun. I really yeah. can't wait to play it. Isn't that that's a Modest Mouse song, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Next up uh, was this match four. Nog versus mechs versus minions. So that's <laughs> Nog versus mechs versus minions. That's that's all me. That's um, all you. Pick your Pick your... Darling. I mean, I mean, I'm going to go come out right here and say it. it's going to be Nog. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Don't you talk about it anymore? I, I think, well, just, just to give them a brief respite, because um, Mechs versus Minions doesn't deserve that. Um, it's a great, great board game. It's it's so easily picked up. I mean, just comparatively, we were talking about Dragoon a little while ago, um, and just in how Dragoon handles its explanation of how turns work and how Mechs versus Minions is literally just like here are the things that you do. They're so easy to learn, so easy to just start playing. And it creates objectives and goals that everyone can sort of latch onto. Everyone's talking, everyone's strategizing. It's a beautiful example of, of board gaming ingenuity and design. It and sounded cool. Yeah. I think I really got to buy that one and have you guys try it just because a lot of what it does, I think, can apply to some other niche game designs. Did you play it at East? I played it at uh, in New York with my cousin. Okay, okay. My cousin who buys a lot of board games, he had it. Oh, they buy a lot of board games. <laughs> they buy a lot more than me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that. That's, no, it's, dude, yeah. actually, so you saw. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Yeah. They live in a house made of board games. <laughs> so, so Dylan, you, you came to my house. You yeah. saw my shelf full of board games. Yeah. I would say 70% of that was from him when he moved because he couldn't fit it into his car the rest of his collection without getting rid of some of it did he rebuy those games i don't think so but he buys a lot of board games see all i need is puerto rico and then i'm set for life <laughs> maybe i don't know we that, need an update we need a new version of rumor cube <laughs> our rumor cube the dominoes on that like the icons are faded off oh, so no. someone like oh, redrew no. them with, with highlighter <laughs> But yeah, it's it's Nog. I gave that very emotional speech during best games played. Nog still reaches me in that way. Nog is still a very beautiful experience that I have to commend on every level. Good Nog. Good job. Good job, Gnog. <laughs> Great job. Matchup five, No Man's Sky versus King of the Hat. King of the Hat. King of the... Yeah, we're going to make a jingle for him. Yeah. Which is out now. King of the Hat's out. What? Oh, cool. Uh, it, not on Switch yet. That comes out in January, I think. But available Discord first. Find it on the Discord oh, yeah. store. Will give us uh, give us what you uh, 
Give us your your I take mean, on No Man's Sky uh, for this year. I played some No Man's Sky when it came out. Played some No Man's Sky next. I had some fun with it. You know, I mean, it definitely has its flaws. Uh, Still. I don't think it ever was really like, uh, it, it was never deserving of the vitriol it received. No. I mean, no, nobody ever deserves vitriol. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> throughout history, I could name a couple yeah, of examples. I mean, games and sure. the developers of them generally don't. Um, but uh, I thought it was a pretty fun experience, maybe because I wasn't expecting a whole lot from it. Uh, did you buy it for this or did you already own it? No. Yeah. So I bought it for this when it went on sale, I think. Uh, I don't remember how deep the sale was, but it was enough for me to say like, even if this, you know, I, I wasn't really that aware of the update, but it was just one of those things where it was like, if this game ever goes on sale for this much, I'll be interested in grabbing it. So I went ahead and grabbed it and had some fun again. Um, some of the stuff like warping from like uh, Stargate looking things made about the that. game like a lot more accessible, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main thing I noticed. Uh a lot of places were more lively, but in general, I feel like it's still the same at its core, and I still enjoy it. I I think the thing that frustrated me early on was still the tutorialization. Oh, yeah. And it was... And I still enjoyed it in spite of that. Right. But it still frustrated the hell out of me. Um, But I did play a little bit with Sam and Tyler. And that was fun, just kind of like gallivanting over. We all did the tutorial together. Oh, that's cool. And so we're all trying to like figure out what the hell they changed and what I need to do differently. And um, it it was it was it was cool. It made it made me miss you know having a, a regular group of people to play online, right? Whether it was Halo or Call of Duty or WoW, whatever. It was. I, I long for those days. Now everyone's got jobs. <laughs> everyone's got responsibilities. Will not yet. It's coming up. <laughs> I I don't know. I wish PUBG was satisfied a lot of that for me last right. year. Um, because I would jump on with Nick or I'd jump on with Kenny or one of my other friends and and I just can we have like a online game <laughs> like book club or something yeah group up i really want us to play some games together you guys have dark souls on switch yet uh not yet Uh, (laughs) i would be willing to give dark souls a try if not you know money's a little thin right now a little tight (laughs) um i just spent so much money on smash so it's not gonna be anytime (laughs) soon (laughs) and i I think smash i think alex and i are gonna fall in the smash pretty hard online hey got time for a two stock no items. It's a quick one right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then like a five stock all items. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> eight eight player. Oh man. Um my defense of no of uh King of the Hat. Uh it's a little personal just because I know those guys. Met them for the first time, didn't know who they were at uh Super Smash Con last year. Aha, there's bias. There is. <laughs> <laughs> and going from Meeting these guys and like, oh, like they're out of Montreal. Oh, that's really cool. You know, they talk to, they know, obviously the Montreal indie scene is pretty big. Mm. You know, Clever Endeavor with Ultimate Chicken Horses up there, a bunch of other, uh, uh, Kit Fox is up there. Um, and talking to them and just seeing them go from like, yeah, we're just like testing this game out, whatever. And like, we came down to Smash Brothers, 
event, like they'll play this game, this other kind of like platform battler type of game. And so you can go from that to be like, we got this Discord deal and we got this Switch deal and we're going to be at this Discord booth at PAX West. They're going to be showing off our game and we're going to be first on Discord and then we're coming to Switch and we were on a Nintendo Direct. Like seeing all that stuff line up for them was really awesome. And on top of that, the game's really fun. Like I played a lot of it at East this year, PAX East, like a lot of it. Like I played it at their booth, um, which their booth was just like a bunch of laptops on top of cardboard boxes. Cause they got the <laughs> they got the booth last minute, and they're like, "Oh, we got scramble to get stuff together." But then they were at like the Red Bull like showcase night at the hotel bar attached to uh, the convention center, and just going there, and they got this very nice marquee that red bull put up for them and all this stuff and i played a bunch of it there and they were still having people play with wavebird gamecube wavebird controllers <laughs> and even back then it was like it was still such a fun game and there was such cool like balance and stuff like having a character like the washing machine that can barely move <laughs> but is like super strong and can just like knock out other enemies and i don't know i really i really enjoyed playing the game and it's it's rare for me to just kind of pick up a game and be like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because yeah. i mean like we are all support we're all supportive of one another with our game development aspirations but if we're being honest like you'll play we'll play someone else's game be like i'm so glad this is going well for you like i'm glad like you're 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 giving it your all and i'm so glad you're getting the success and then you just play but i just don't think this is a game for me yeah mm-hmm. and i mean and it, it kind of breaks your heart when you when you feel that way about someone else's game but it just makes it so much it, it, it tells you like it's like oh it's all about taste like everyone has their preferences so just because I don't like this game doesn't mean this game's bad yeah but also like when you find someone that you're friends with that's also making a game that you really like you're like man this is awesome yeah and their discord is ridiculous it's like 800 people deep it's that's pretty wild it's ridiculous I can't I can't keep up dang and also if we're being totally honest I'm pr- I was probably influenced to buy no man's sky because of like the like comeback nature of right hello games yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i thought that was a pretty pretty i think it's a dumb story that like they had to do all that i think sean murray but, has endured a two-year-long <laughs> storm of shit yeah but it still felt really good to see him surface out of it and uh be sort of uh accepted by the toxic community that once berated him. Yeah. It makes you have some sort of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are we feeling? I don't know. What, what do you think, Alex? Uh, I want to immediately lean, I guess, No Man's Sky for their um, comeback story. Okay. I mean, it feels worth it to give them a little something. Whereas, you know, I'm sort of waiting for King of the Hat to prove itself to me. I it's like fair. it. Yeah, it's fair. I want to. I think it. if you pick it, if we pick it up on Switch, yeah, I think that'll be a, a good time. I'm looking forward to cool. giving it a shot. Yeah. yeah, um, I think I think it's because there's other platform battler games. Yeah, that are like you know Battle Block Theater, which I never right. really cared much for. I Darb, I never played much of, but I think I Darb was more my speed. Or like Kung Fu Kickball is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but like King of the Hat is kind of like where it's top at. tier for me. Yeah. But I'm okay with giving it to No Man's Sky because Sean Murray, the comeback kid, <laughs> deserves deserves his due. He and, sure does. And everyone else at Hello Games. All right. Uh, 
Next match. Ooh. Oh, man. Cave Story <laughs> Plus versus Monster Hunter Stories. Mm. Uh, Alex, do you want to go first? I'll go first. So Cave Story Plus. <laughs> <should> just <laughs> So Monster Hunter Stories, I found not just engrossing, not because I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan, although that is a part of mm-hmm. it. That does help. Yeah, that does. That let's let's be very clear. Um, but just in terms of it being a JRPG that seemed to totally do away with a lot of the JRPG mechanics that I dislike. Um and found a way to make JRPG battles, like Pokemon battles, uh fun again and interesting and dynamic and and truly uh a great example of how a little rethinking can go a long way. Um I thought it was a pretty stellar game to come out of just like a, a simple spin-off concept. Uh, that said, Cave Story Plus is just legendary. There's nothing I can do against that. Okay. The- but I want to frame this in the context of this year. Okay. Which I'm not... I haven't played Cave Story. I'm not <laughs> discounting the quality of Cave Story or Pixel. or I mean, you know, Carol Blaster got its due. Um, But I'm, I'm curious... What has Cave Story done for you, Will, this year? I mean, every time you pick up Cave Story, you're just like sort of blown away. Not because it's like top tier or, you know, above everything else in its field, but just because you're reminded that this is like made by one person. One person did all the art, one person did all the coding, level design, music, and sound effects. And that one person i mean like i'd love to hang out with him just because his games are so charming it seems like he would just be like a really nice person to spend some time with uh and that's that's what i get out of that game every time i pick it up mm-hmm. when did yeah. you play it this year you play on switch pretty early in the year i feel like well yeah yeah it was uh you're like oh new console gotta, gotta right. get a yeah gotta gotta get cave story on it mm-hmm yeah, actually, it was in winter because it was one of the it was the first game that I bought physically for the Switch. And before that, you had Odyssey, my yeah. Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Is what is the story of Cave Story? Like, what is like the the intro? The I, what is the? I kind of don't want to spoil it. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because it's it's a game that's so worth playing from beginning to end and realizing it on your own. Um, but there is a narrative. There is. It's yes. not just like a very good platformer shooter. And what's done really well is it's like, I feel like one of the only games I've played where in the narrative you serve as kind of a bystander. As but, a player? Right. Or, or as the character? As the character. Um, and, uh, I mean, that plays so heavily into how well it works. There's like a history to the world that you're in. And you don't really know what that history is until, I would say, like middle to late of the game. Okay. And sort of knowing that provides a sense of context that reframes it on every future play- playthrough. And I don't know, there, there's just so much good about this game. So much that continues to inspire to me, inspire me as a game developer to this day. I mean, the relationships you make in the game are very uh sparse but meaningful, I'd say too. Yeah, that's a big Is there factor. dialogue? Yeah. Yeah, there's okay. a bit um well you don't talk but people are chatting at you right yeah. um 
sign pro tag. I, I think it. like you answer a question once or twice. And there's also um, branching paths that create stronger connections without spoiling yeah. too much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Maybe and there's very you, meaningful different endings. You as well. really need to play Cave Story, man. I'm not even like. <laughs> okay. Are we? But. Okay. <laughs> I'm not again. I have nothing against Cave Story. I just think it's. Like it's been an issue before that we picked something that's old just for the sake of like. Well, I mean, Will played it this today. year, and yeah. Will like yeah. obviously, it just it's one of Will's favorite games, and I don't know. I just feel like if if it was like, you know, I didn't put Super Mario Brothers three on here. I was mm-hmm. gonna say it feels like playing Super Mario Brothers three, and that like, it's just one of those games that's really good. It lives up to the nostalgia that you feel for it, and it it, it occasionally feels fresh every time you play it. And I think if I ever had a reason to put Super Mario Brothers 3 on a list, this would have been the year to do it because I was able to finally recontextualize that game and right. re-examine it from a mechanical standpoint. Be like, oh, I'm trying to adapt these mechanics. I have to take a closer look. Whereas in the past, I just play, oh boy, Super Mario Brothers 3 again. Right. Play it a little bit. I was like, all right, I'm bored. I know what this game is. It's a great game, but I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um if you really want to put Cave Story as the winner of this matchup, I'm not going to argue. I mean, I just feel like it has to be done. <laughs> Got to be. Hail Pixel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. Okay. Monster Hunter Story is real good. Um, I think part of the reason also is like I felt in the very beginning, my first half of Monster Hunter Stories was really strong. It's partly because like I felt like it was paced perfectly. I did not have to grind at all. And then like came to a screeching halt against a boss I just couldn't beat. And at that point I was like, damn it. I you know, you were you were doing so well and now I have to like go back out and like get some levels or something and like Jesus. I get that EXP share. Right. <laughs> so that that's the only part where I'm just like, you know what, yeah, Cave Story overall is definitely the better game. But I love Monster Hunter Stories. I'm still gonna go back to it and beat it eventually, I hope. All right. Next matchup. All right. Which way versus Batman, the enemy within? I'm going to get my popcorn out real quick. It's going to get good. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, Will. I feel strongly that All which right, thank way you, is Will. a great Now, let game. me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, which way is like a really charming game. Uh, it's really well made. It's beautiful. Um, but I feel like you could probably make the same arguments for Batman. A beautiful is like probably not a word I would use to describe it just because of the tone. Yeah. Um, and if we want to be really clever because it's a telltale game, (laughs) because a telltale game could be pretty janky. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's weird that this is the last game I played before telltale shuttered. Yeah. Like this is like, I have a bunch of theirs. Like I bought the gardens of the galaxy one, but I haven't played it yet. I bought the Minecraft story mode, haven't played it yet. Um, I think I own one of the other seasons of Walking Dead besides season one. And front to back, stem to stern, I I think, you know, you can knock the Telltale games for whatever you want, but their stories are always well told. I think the Batman, they recontextualize a bunch of the villains, you know. The Riddler is this this old villain that used to terrorize Gotham and he used to be like an ally to 
Thomas and Martha Wayne. And he comes back to retake what's his. And that's when he first meets Batman. And, but, and it's really weird to see the Riddler as like this very old, you know, of the old guard of Gotham mm. and be like, get, get out of my way, kid. You know, this used to be my town before you were even born. Um, I've on- always thought that the Riddler would be the most fun Batman villain to recontextualize. And they do mm. it in the comics a lot too. Like there's a recontextualization where the, where, and I don't know much about the storyline, but I remember seeing this, this cover where it was Batman kind of like on the ground and the Riddler was like, not this, like Edward Nigma wasn't this gangly shrimpy dude. He was like this broad shouldered shaved right. head, like arms crossed menacing motherfucker. And I thought, like, wow, what if, what if the Riddler, what if the Riddler wasn't this like dorky, hokey villain where it's always like, oh, I'm going to overexplain my plan, and oh, you need to recognize the genius. Like, what if he was on the scale of like Bane or something, right? Of like a, 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 a an incredible threat, both a genius and a a physical threat to batman i thought i think and there there are times you can go toe-to-toe with him and he like he fucks you up and he fucks up people like he doesn't care about collateral damage like he will fuck people up right Mm -hmm. and i i think it's super interesting there's a great um part where you're trapped in like this old water tower and you have to like solve a bunch of his puzzles uh, otherwise you get killed and you see like one of his former victims got like electrocuted and maimed and like set on fire because they didn't know how to how to solve the the puzzles and Harley Quinn and Joker's relationship in the game is uh great um they flip that as well Harley Quinn is the strong-willed character in this and Joker like kind of is groveling and looks up to to her huh. and that's a, a really cool th- way to relook at their relationship um batman and joker's relationship is also really weird because joker john doe you know looks up to bruce wayne and then figures out he's batman and and it is until the final episode where they have their confrontation and it can go one of two ways like you can either have inspired him to be a hero like you and it changes his outfit and his character uh-huh. or you could have like thrown him away and he becomes your arch nemesis. But no matter what, you still have this fight because the way he goes about doing things you might just not agree with. And there's this great interaction when you finally beat him and you're both like just bloodied and like barely conscious. And you're like in the old ACE chemicals plant and he's like, are we still friends? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like he wants, he wants someone to reach out to him. And I say, yeah, yeah, John, we're still friends. He's like, you're fucking insane. Like, I was like, wait a second. Like, no, this was supposed to be an olive branch. And it's, it's, I think it does a lot of cool stuff for a character that's just been worn so thin with so many rewrites and yeah. reinterpretations and all this stuff. I thought, I thought it was really good. I mean, I, I think as far as, uh, I'm, I, I I'm like walking deaded out. And even though I've always really wanted to play the Telltale Walking Dead games, I feel like this would probably be a better pick for me. Or I, I would check out the Tales from the Borderlands because it's like the comedy one. I've never. Mm-hmm. I'm, you don't need, you don't to. need to. Know you don't need to about. know anything about Tales from the Borderlands except for Handsome Jack is a person oh, of man. interest, and that's all you need to know. That Handsome Jack existed in Borderlands too, and he exists in this. Okay, and that's basically like 
as much of a crossover. But like, there's a lot of there's a good anecdote from the cinematic team when they were working on Tales from the Borderlands because like one of the last confrontations takes place on this uh the Hyperion spaceship which circles uh Pandora which is the planet that Borderlands takes place on and basically the spaceship has like this shitty C-suite like corporate macho like personality Uh about it so like all the Hyperion employees are like trying to stab each other in the back and do like you know 80s era power struggle (laughs) kind of shit um and there's this big shootout in the game with business guns because everyone <laughs> uses business guns. So you'd like shoot, you quote unquote kill all these people just by like running around and going pew, 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 pew. And they're all like, oh, 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 and this is very good. And then you see a guy with like loading a fake RPG and like <laughs> trying to kill you. I've watched like just that clip. It's a pretty good yeah. clip. <laughs> and there's a, uh, but another thing that happened was um, one of the writers gave like an animation direction to the Cinemax team. And so there's a part where you're trying to escape the ship and look for a, uh, an escape pod and handsome Jack's on like all the TVs, like in this big hallway. And it says, okay, Reese, who is one of the characters you play as finds an escape pod or sees an escape pod and starts running towards it. And as he does, so he flips off all of the, the TVs, meaning he turns them off. The Cinemax team interpret that as he just <laughs> runs down the hallway, <laughs> flipping double birds at all of the monitors. And, and they he's kept like, ha <laughs> That's pretty good. So yeah. th- that's the kind of stuff you can. I, I would I would check out Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. Because Tales from the Borderlands came out like in the the trough of the Telltale slump. Uh-huh. Where everyone's like, "All right, Telltale game, I get it." And everyone's like, "No, like, no, check 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 this one out." Yeah. So yeah, so that's how you feel about Telltale and Batman the Amusement. I mean, if it wins, I'm, I'm split on it. It's gonna it's gonna have a I will be no help in a tiebreaker. These are two games I've only briefly glanced at. Like both of them are just no very cursory knowledge. I feel like which way is a game for me and Batman is a game for you. Right. And I think that both of us would probably enjoy the other as well. Probably. <laughs> Alex, Batman. Are you really asking me to pick? Yeah, you have to pick. Damn it. Um God. No, this sucks. <laughs> uh I get you know. I'm not going to have Dylan spend 10 minutes defending that game and not give it to him. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. That's <Yeah>. fine. Because <laughs> you pick which way I would have fought you. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, I, and, I, and I feel like, I don't know, Will Will's defense of which way was like three adjectives, which is nice. It looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant game. Yeah. Good job, y'all. Pats on the back. I think it's a beautiful back pixel pads. art game. I think it looks yeah. great. All right. Uh, Alex, this is all you. Yeah, Hitman versus Monster Hunter World. So, I mean, come on. Here's here's how hey, I, Hitman. <laughs> here's here's how I start this argument. Um, Hitman barely al- almost made it onto uh my top ten. It was actually number eleven when I sure. was writing this out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Monster Hunter World did. So actually, I think Monster Hunter World was number nine. Number so. nine, number nine, number nine. Uh, number anyway, nine. it's probably going to be Monster Hunter World. Okay. I, I yeah. It's a great game. Yeah. From what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which of the... I, I, f- I feel like I want to play each of these equally, which is to say, eventually. Yeah. Um, Hitman's real good. It's hard, We're hard-pressed for 
uh, immersive sims and hitman really scratches that itch uh creates a lot of great unintentional comedy um some awesome situations some great level design great ai design i think uh, i think square square enix were a fool to let io slip slip away like that and yeah instead publish games like the quiet man <laughs> it's okay quiet man's gonna gonna bring them back baby yeah yeah they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna get out of that sales slump <laughs> uh but yeah i i just i gotta give it some the main love my main squeeze monster hunter you're great world's awesome we love you yeah all right mm. um did i hit lap yet no i did not thumper versus burnout paradise remastered the speedy the speedy ones the speed demons one that's, of them featuring literal demons that's that's the one where uh it's a uh, ghost rider fuses with i think the flash and amalgam comics and really then the hero is called speed demon really i think so that sounds pretty great that's marvel and dc yeah yeah, yeah. they've done cross they've done a yeah, lot yeah. of crossovers actually uh will i mean I think this is similar to the uh, Spider-Man Fugal feud. Uh, the Fugal feud, and it's 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 hard for me to make a call, but I do think that Thumper nails that speed better. Uh, that like raging speed, violent speed, even. Um, but it, I've I've played a little bit of Burnout Remastered, Paradise Remastered over at Sam's, and that also has a great deal of that uh, and does it pretty well. I really enjoyed my time with Burnout Paradise Remastered, and I'm glad I finally got to play it. Um, I want to get back to it because I think there's there's still some stuff left to do. I love I love ga- I love racing games that let you like quote unquote do tricks or go off ramps and do shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's some of my favorite stuff to do in a GTA game when I want to fuck around. Uh, but I think we should give this to Thumper. I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's hyper violent. Because if I was called violence. if I was called in a tie break that one I would have been like Thumper hundred percent. So I'm glad <laughs> we get we were just that was easy. Well also Will was willing to part with which way, so mm. I'm not gonna fight <laughs> Burnout Paradise. Uh, next up, Zone of the Enders, the second runner Mars versus Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. I was dreading this one. This is... This is pretty rough. This is a fight for the ages. Bing, bing. So, uh, I feel like, again, this is kind of interesting because there's some, there's some similar circumstances going on here. They're both, I would say one's like just a clear cut remaster yeah. Where the other one's like a remaster plus a whole lot of new stuff. Is that Ultimate? Yeah. The stuff with all the stuff? Right. Because yeah. um, Ultimate's... Like, Generations is considered, like, as a Monster Hunter game, uh, a best of. Like, here, here's some of your favorite fights. Here's some of your favorite areas. Here's some of your favorite characters, armor, gear. Um, and then we also tacked on a bunch of new shit that you can play with because we love you. And you've been great fans. And that's what I like about it. Um, is that it's just a lot of stuff to do. A lot of revisiting of my favorite things. All of Monster Hunter. Uh, Zone of the Enders is just Zone of the Enders again. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to put extra stuff on something that's already perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Can't perfect perfection. Yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah, you can. You absolutely can. <laughs> uh, I mean, like... Uh, 
I would I prefer the gameplay of Zone of the Enders. I prefer the the themes and narrative of it. But I mean like for this year before you set the fate. Yeah. I did not jo- enjoy my time with Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate and Zone of the Enders the second runner Mars has still is still nebulous. It's still out there. It has potential to be something. Right. And I think your impassioned speech during best games played enticed me over. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm leaning Zen of the Enders here. Yeah. I mean That's it's, all I'm saying. I, I think that Monster Hunter is a cool series and I can understand why it would be somebody's like yours passionate fit one of their favorite uh franchises uh it just isn't for me hmm. uh so I, I i'm i have to say zone of the enders too second well runner. also we already have a monster hunter game progressing Marvelous. we can have two also there's a whole <laughs> second bracket yeah but we can have two monster hunters in the winner bracket <laughs> it's fine we don't have three so you know I did give you Cave Story. <laughs> oh, here it comes. All the yeah. trades, the concessions. Well, that's, that's because Cave Story is the better choice. Right. And in this case, it's Monster Generation's Ultimate. It's it's just facts. I mean, Zone of the Enders is just way better, though. It's I mean, so much more fun. Like I, uh, the the action, the the sub weapons are all more fun. The uh, story, the set pieces, and Monster Hunter has some pretty cool set piece moments um, that are organically built into the game, which I appreciate a lot. But I don't think any of them compare to like something like going up against the Armada of ships, the Armada, or Zagat, the, the giant Zagat. spherical robot. So if we're talking story and moments. Like, yeah, there's no way Monster Hunter compares just because Monster Hunter doesn't devote a whole lot of time to a narrative or or a, or a piece by piece moment to moment or gameplay. Um, shut up, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> sure. Um, Zonia probably creates more moments of just like, wow, the plot's really evolving right here. This is a great cutscene. This is a great scenario just built through the gameplay and the level. And that's neat. Um, but. I think Monster Hunter instead trades that for player moments, like bits where suddenly you're the star and you feel like you're more powerful than anything. You're taking this on and it's your accomplishment, not your character's accomplishment. I mean, that gets into actor versus avatar and all that, but it's, I think Monster Hunter is still comparable in that sense that it's still doing some real interesting things just by way of, giving you those moments where suddenly you feel in control of a fight. I think it just comes down to taste. It does. It definitely does. No counting for taste. (laughs) Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's what I hate the most because you've already swayed Dylan to your side. (laughs) He didn't sway. Well, I mean, I guess he did sway me, but I don't know. (laughs) It is a Kojima game, so I am... (laughs) That was my initial thought when I saw this bracket (laughs) and I saw this fight coming and I'm like, great, two games where Dylan hates both of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Zone of the Enders. 
Yeah, I know you are. Well, can't right. win. There we go. Are we going? There we have are you, it. Are you throwing in the towel? Well, I don't think there's a way I can't come out of this winning. I, I don't look. If this were Monster Hunter stories, I'd be I'd be I'd be open to listening. World. No. Or if it was Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter Stories, okay, I'd be willing to to listen. You just think Generations <laughs> th- too archaic? Yeah, I just think it's it's too much. It's too much. I think Generations is too deep in the niche. That's fair. Too deep in the quiche. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> like Generations, you kind of have to come at it from being a Monster Hunter fan. Yeah, I, I can, I can, and I can totally understand that. Uh, well, if that's the case. I mean, if it does win, it's going up against Thumper, and then Will has to kill a baby. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be rough. Yeah, all right, give it to Zone. There, no, there are no good choices. Give it, <laughs> give it to except for Spider Man. Zone of Ender, second runner, Maverse, Mars. Yeah, the universe containing all Mavers in a dangerous space time. Yeah, where is that on this list? Mother, it's an okay game. <laughs> it's a great game. I love that game. All right. Next up, Yo Noi 2, Enter the Void versus Thomas Was Alone. All right. Let me stop you right here, Dylan. Does <laughs> Thomas Was Alone have a dedicated dab button? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Nor can you climb a giant Noid while it plays Shadow of the Colossus music. <laughs> So I whenever guess it goes you pick to up Yo a Noid too. Whenever you pick up a pizza and Thomas was alone, does a weird voice go pizza? <laughs> we need to, <laughs> you know, I think if the narrator said pizza in his very posh British voice, I think it would have only added to <laughs> the would've. experience of <laughs> Thomas was alone. I think that would have made an incredible game. <laughs> Look, I think I said my piece for Thomas was alone. Wow, you're really giving it to Yo Noid? <laughs> was Yo Noid even on your top no, ten? No. But you know what? I'm okay with Yo Noid going. <laughs> I would also be okay with Thomas was alone. But the thing is, if Thomas was alone goes down to the lower bracket, it's gonna have a much easier time <laughs> than what it has right now. That's true. Yo Noid hits to the void, wins right. and, and advances. <laughs> what a world. It's got him, man. It's important. I need to know where to choose my battles, Will. That's what this <laughs> is all of about. Which. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> Joggernauts versus Mario Tennis Aces. I'm completely willing to give this one to you because I love Joggernauts, but I mostly love trolling my teammates in hey, Joggernauts. Hey, Will. Let's give it to Joggernauts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Joggernauts cemented it for me when... Me and David went up against Julie and Ruthie at MAGFest. That was a nail biter. Oh my God. It was like down to the wire. And like David and I created this like staccato rhythm of like, <laughs> all right, switch, 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 jump, switch, 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 <laughs> switch, switch. Fuck. All right, start over. Switch, 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 switch. And it was that. Oh man. And it was like this perfect mind melt. You know, this, you know, when like their minds come together in Pacific Rim. They yeah. have to act as oh, one as one person. You drifted. It was like that. Man. That was And that's what's great about this about this list, right? It's about showcasing something you've only played once of or only right. a couple times. And I and I bought Joggernauts. And shout outs to the Joggernauts dev team, because I've interviewed them. 
Will. Biased much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But uh, whatever. I'll interview someone from Camelot. I love Golden Sun. <laughs> um, look, I've I really like Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic game, um, and I'm willing to to fight for it more at a later date. But I think, well, no, you know what? No, <laughs> oh, I changed man. my mind because if if Mario Tennis Aces loses now, uh huh. Then it only has one more shot. It's already out of the running in the first round. It's already it already get knocked out. So you know what? We're gonna give this Mario Tennis Aces. All right. This is how I'm gonna stand. Jaggernauts is a great game though. What a what a whirlwind. That was tense. <laughs> what a nail biter. You know, the thorn tree. <laughs> has the whirlwinds in the thorn tree. <laughs> Next up, Super Hot versus Beasts of Balance. Who had Super Hot? I did. That was you. This is me. Oh, hello. So I've never been beast of balance. <laughs> I never, 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 never. This is tricky for me because I think outside of Kingdom of Death Monster, which is very niche, uh huh. Kingdom of Death Monsters is a stellar board game that really, really sold its place among my shelves and made a name for it. Um, Beast of Balance is far more universal and was my preferred board game for like taking to parties and just introducing to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like I keep that in my car because it's good for like a small break at work. It's good for like when I go over to a friend's house or like a dinner party with my but don't family. Don't you need a tablet or something? Or is that optional? Uh yeah, you do need a device, and I've done it on my phone. It's fine. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's just a great board game, and in terms of like its accessibility, its ease of understanding, its um its tactile nature, I think is a huge draw, just because you've got um such an easy way of of understanding its mechanics just by looking at it, just by holding it, just by feeling it. Uh. And that much, I think, is very unique and very interesting. It's also gorgeous. I, I think, actually, I'd place it above Dragoon in terms of gorgeousness. And um, great music, too, through the app. They've got a Disaster Piece soundtrack. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So, I didn't even know about that. High, high pedigree. <laughs> I, I, I think Beasts of Balance should take this. I don't know if it will. Will? I mean, I was leaning towards super hot, but I'm a big fan of disaster piece. <laughs> can we just can we just progress the Beast of Balance soundtrack? <laughs> Beast of Balance OST wins against super hot. I think you guys should give it a shot too. Like e- even if it doesn't make it past, not sh- made of money, Alex. I've well. got it. It's imp- I can walk a block <laughs> and bring it in. <laughs> no, we're on a roll. All right. <laughs> Um, I would just say what I said again. I think tying my experience with Super Hot with going to GDC and being able to just sit on a couch with Alex Rice and trade a controller back and forth, and that being like, all right, I'm gonna cool off from <laughs> walking around GDC all day, like was a great you sense that game up for me. I think I would still enjoy it if I played it by myself, but I think playing it with someone else was great. Um, but I mean. What what are you what are you thinking, Will? Man, it's a tough call. I think uh as a I wouldn't even call 
beast of balance a board game so much as it's a toy. Yeah, I think that would be more accurate. And mm-hmm. I think it's a very cool toy. And I'm also really intrigued by Super Hot. I haven't played it, but I've seen really? a lot of stuff about it. You know, I've watched multiple playthroughs. It's a jam it. game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh I think it's a brilliant premise. I think both of these have brilliant premises. Um You gotta pick one. <sighs> Sophie's choice. God. Schindler's list. <laughs> what? Jeez Louise. I'm going to go with Beast of Balance just because I feel like uh, part of me feels like if I pass on Beast of Balance, it's like somebody passing on Jenga. And you don't want to be that VC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one passes Jenga. Did I tell you this about Jenga? How every piece is uniquely made? Oh, yeah. So they're not yeah. perfectly level. Interesting. Yeah. So every box of Jenga pieces, every piece is unique. They're not machined. I mean, I'm, they probably are machine, but they're not like perfect 90 degree angles. Right. All right. Beast of balance. I have a thought. Huh? What if we attempted to do the winner's bracket today and then the loser's bracket next recording? Because that way we're not like... That's what we're doing. Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm going back <laughs> up. Like that round... Like we're not... Don't pay attention to the loser's round one. Going back up to the top of the list. Got it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um... So now we're in round two. We're out of we're out of qualifiers. Progressing onward. Uh first match of round two, Donut County versus Marvel Spider Man. Thoughts? Uh, Donut, Donut County. County. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Spider Man. <laughs> hey, I really like Donut County. Yeah. All right, next up. Outlaw Mayor Panic versus <laughs> oh, no. Totally Accurate Battlegrounds. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't either. Because, like, one game I really adore and love, Will. Uh-huh. And the other game I think I would totally adore and love, but have yet to play it. I mean, Outlaw Mayor Panic was a good j- jam game. One of my favorite jam games I've made. Uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Allow me to begin. <laughs> I'm the mayor totally of this town. Battlegrounds deserves to win. Well, uh, Alex, I think Totally Accurate Battlegrounds should take this. It's okay. just, uh okay. I mean, let's let's be real. It's not going to be Donut County. No matter what we pick, was wasn't going to be Donut County. So. Sure. I'm just thinking of like uh, a, how, how do we want to how do we want to place them in the lower bracket? Uh, I mean, yeah. I I think totally accurate takes this. It's just I love Outlaw Mayor. I do too. It's such a beautiful. In case game. I wasn't clear, Will. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's. Well, I, crap. I appreciate all the love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got the love to see us through. But yeah, I think totally accurate should take this. Uh. Okay. I won't contest that. And also, you should play some Totally Accurate Battlegrounds. I want to. Yeah. What's five bucks? Yeah, it's five bucks. Missed it when it was free. Slow in the draw. All right, next up. Nog versus No Man's Sky. Nog. I'm fighting for my boy. Uh, I mean, I feel like I'd enjoy Nog a lot. Um, I I really enjoy what No Man's Sky is. But... Uh, I feel like 
I, I'm kind of split on this, to be honest. I feel I'm leaning towards No Man's Sky just because obviously I've played it. It's a known yeah. quantity. I really enjoy the look of Nog. I like what co-op's doing. I am really enamored by Alex's love for it, <laughs> but I have not felt the same love. Right. I have not been loved like Nog. You haven't been sung to by the toy heads no. of Nog. Um, that sounds terrifying. No, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's the whole reason you play. <laughs> so, so I'm leaning No Man's Sky. That's how I feel. Just because mm. as flawed as that game can be sometimes, it was still a fun a fun time just booting it back up and toying around with it. So I haven't played No Man's Sky since its redemption, its whole redemption arc. Um, Red Sky Redemption. Right. Uh, I felt like it had maybe had the capacity at some point to reach me on the same level Nog does or did. Um, but I don't know if it would ever quite hit that. So, I mean, you've heard my heartfelt speech. You know what Nog means to me. Yeah, I mean, I feel I, like I think this kind of comes down to aesthetic for me. Hmm. And if you had asked me five years ago, before either of these games existed, <laughs> I would have been... <laughs> I'm sure like, you two photographs from the future. <laughs> yeah, I would have been 100% in the No Man's Sky camp. But today I'm feeling Nog. I think it's I think it's real cute. I think it's got a lot of charming personality. It I is think, a game you can play with your baby children. Yeah. I mean I think that <laughs> might be a part of it. That uh I'm kind of more leaning towards that sort of aesthetic than some like cool, sleek, minimal seventies sci fi art aesthetic that I have always loved, but doesn't feel quite like it speaks to me as much as it used to. Fair enough. We can we can advance Nog. There are there are other fights to be had. Like this next one. Oh, this is gonna get Ooh. dark. Cave Story Plus versus Batman the Enemy Within. And this is where I make my stand and say, Hey guys. I know Cave Story is the best. Cave Stories seems great and <laughs> I really want to play it, but I think Cave Story has had its time. I mean, have you played it yet? Well, I mean, not since we last Cave discussed Story, it. I think Cave Story. Ago. Uh, I think Cave Story has a better story than uh, Batman: Enemy Within. Mm. I. <laughs> How does its story compare to Undertale? Actually, pretty. I, I would put them almost neck and neck. Mm. Maybe Undertale pulling out a little further. I'm gonna. I'm standing on the ground here for Batman. Batman. I mean. I think I think it I think it deserves to be recognized. I think Telltale deserves to be defended in this way and what we have on this list. I don't know. I think Telltale treated its employees terribly and All right. I think the, <laughs> the, oh, no. the people that worked <laughs> on this game deserve to be recognized. Mm-hmm. Batman. I mean I'm I'm Cave Story, but I guess it comes down to Alex. Cave story. Easily. I, I think you're wrong. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, cave story... I don't know how That'd be like saying, well, like, I just watched fucking, I don't know. I saving, mean, yeah. Saving Private Ryan this year. 
And then also, what's a great movie that came out this year? Were there any? <laughs> wow. Okay. Thanks for helping with my analogy, guys. Yeah. So um, clearly Saving Private Ryan, right? <laughs> Saving Private Ryan advances beats both cave story and <laughs> batman the enemy within Tom hanks deserves this win <laughs> give it to hanks he always deserves his wins it's never never a award that tom hanks doesn't deserve i mean i think like when we were talking about which way versus batman this comes down to taste sure uh, i'm interested in playing batman i don't think i think 20 years from now i'm gonna come back and play cave story and have the time of my life again and then i would never think about playing batman again wow i'm kind of in that same state yeah what will's describing is just like cave story will always be a tremendous classic i just think batman deserves its due i guess it's just getting its due yeah uh i don't being on this list is getting well you love cave story before this podcast even existed that's true and i'll love it a hundred years after it's dead (laughs) so did i uh, to be honest i just uh i don't think this i don't think this is right this is amoral (laughs) (laughs) well that's how life goes do you vote for the better president or the worst president do you vote for the better president that ran the, twenty years ago, or the or the worst one that's running now? <laughs> Thank you for making that <laughs> as apolitical as you could. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on, guys! I mean, I don't know. I I'm sure Batman's a fine game. Yeah, but Cave Story is like one of the best games, and I. I can't. I can't I really. I don't. I don't even. I don't even have the energy to fight this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, I think you need to play Cave Story. Honestly. Maybe it's because it's so warm in this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh no, but <sighs> there you go. Just just what happened? Click it. Just just, just, just do it. <laughs> just click the button. Click Look, the button. Batman's though. not out of the running. No, but it's gonna have a much harder time. I can almost. I can feel it. In my loins, that the second it goes downstairs, uh, it's, oh, it's fighting Hitman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it has a fair shake. Yeah, do you think? Do you think so, Alex? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Fine. I'm honestly much more worried about this next one. Okay, I literally accidentally hit Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I think I subconsciously feel I should keep fighting for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, Dobatone versus Monster Hunter World. Oh, geez. Alex, you remember when we described Dobatone to you? I remember. And you were like, wow, that sounds awesome. And we were like, yeah. And then we all had this like great, like peaceful moment where we all came to agreement. You remember that? I do. Let's advance Dobatone. (laughs) I feel like we need to argue this a little bit at least. Okay. Because, come on. This is my last Monster Hunter game. <laughs> it's not. They're all still in the running. No, they're in the loser's bracket. It's still in the running. Uh, no. Lower bracket, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the, the bottom percentile. I need to fight for my right to play Monster Hunter. Will? I think as, as brilliant as Dovatone sounds. 
Monster Hunter World has made some great advancements, some great strides in putting its foot down and just letting the world like 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 showcasing itself to the world. It was a great big um I don't know, what's that old Victorian custom of like barn raising. Well, I mean like 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 coming out party the the bedding? No. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know either. But it's but Monster this analogy Hunter, is falling apart just like Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World was a great example of a game getting to like show its strengths and saying like you should love me. I've been here for a while and now I'm even better. And I'm just coming out punching another at a at a heavier weight level and I deserve respect, said Monster Hunter. I apologize if this sounds like pouring salt on a wound, but to me, it seems like Dobatone is the confident, wild, and crazy option. And Monster Hunter World is the, uh, the, the milk toast. Yeah. I mean, safe. It's, yeah. So, I mean, that's literally what it is, is it was a, it was, it's a, it's the most, it's one of the most recent things in a series that's very niche and it waters itself down to be more accessible to a wider audience i mean i wouldn't say watered down i mean because i don't like i didn't like what it was so i mean it is watered down (laughs) okay it uh, yeah it it... dopatone 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 Look, I can already tell I'm not <laughs> winning this we're, one. We're all so tired. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Alex. It's like... <laughs> what I really like about this, though, is if we send uh, Monster Hunter World down to the loser's bracket, there's a very large possibility it's going up against Monster Hunter. Uh, which one is it going to fight? Stories. Stories. All of them. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, wait, where is Generations in this? It's down there somewhere. Oh god damn it. In the pit. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't I think that, that fight'll happen. Uh that right now Monster Hunter be. Generations is against Burnout Paradise Remastered in the lower bracket. And I'm not looking forward to that. Dobotone. Huh, Dobotone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it's just gonna end up being Dobotone no matter what I argue. I'm just want to argue for Monster Hunter World. Okay. Because it tried so hard and did so good. In um, the end, it didn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I really like that header font in Monster Hunter World. It looks real good. I just I'm proud of it for cementing its place in in the gamer surface culture and not so much being a niche pick anymore, but just being something that got suddenly I was in a universe where everyone was talking about my favorite game franchise and how great it was and how much they were enjoying it. And I got to like bask in that love for a little while. It's fine. If Dylan still didn't like it, (laughs) it's fine. If people who just aren't into that thing, just weren't into it. But there was like, I don't know. I go up to New York. I see my cousins. My cousins are big gung ho Xbox gamers. They buy call of duty. They buy Madden. They don't play a whole lot. Um, they don't care a whole lot about my interests. They but don't I, have any tastes, but I, that's fine. <laughs> but I went up there this summer, and we got to talk Monster Hunter, and I was just 
I was having a ball. I I am so in love with the with the world that Monster Hunter World created for at least a handful of months, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next step in that in that wonderful journey with my favorite franchise. I am too. I just I don't think it'll ever get to a point where it's like ah okay now, now I'm Dylan likes now it. I like it <laughs> they would have to completely redo that combat. I I do feel like Monster Hunter is due for a reimagining. Mm. I'll do it. It'll be me and the monolith, the the Shadow Mordor team. I think Dylan should play Monster Hunter Stories. The Pokemon one. I mean, that one sounds cool. Yeah. I I think you would enjoy aspects of that. Anyway, Dobatone wins this race, I guess. Hey! Now, if this were Monster Hunter Stories, it'd be a different story. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Monster Hunter Stories even get a chance to... No, it would not have gone up against Dobatone. Oh, well. All right. Uh, next up, Thumper versus yeah. Zone of the Enders, the second runner, Mars. That's a real t- tough call for me. Pick your baby. I mean, what do you guys think? I really liked your pitch for Zone of the Enders. I think Zone of the Enders. I mean, I'm, I, I would be sad to cut either one of these. Uh, but I think Zone of the Enders is a fine. I feel like Zone of the Enders, and I don't think it's going to be anything like this. But guys, I miss Mass Effect. <laughs> I miss <laughs> the space opera. Aww. Yeah. And whatever this may be, close to it or not, just give me some light. Give me some inspiration. <laughs> something to hope for. Yeah, this this does a lot of things way better than Mass Effect and fairly a lot of things worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a Kojima game, so, you know. All right, Zone of the Enders. The second runner, Mars. Um, Next up, Rocket League on the Switch versus Yonoi 2, Enter the Void. Okay, Dylan. <laughs> yes. Does Rocket League Switch have a dedicated dab <laughs> button? <laughs> uh, it does not, but it's still the great, awesome... Rocket League taste that you I love. Know. I think I rest my case. Uh, I, does Rocket League Switch have pizza? Pizza. <laughs> Look, does it have a giant noid that you could climb <laughs> and, and play Shadow, Shadow the Colossus music? <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, is this uh, the the best version of Rocket League? Or do you just like it because it's Rocket League, but you get to play on it the on the toilet. can? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad argument. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Where, where's the where's the problem there? I think I played a lot of this this year. Like, obviously, mostly on the toilet. But <laughs> I think when we first did this podcast, we did not have a top ten. That was the year Rocket League came out. That was the year Fallout Four came out. We eventually put Fallout Four on the the following year, but. Rocket League enamored me so much when it first came out. Like that was like one of the first games I bought when I got a PC. Finally, like my own PC. One of the first games I bought. I played hours of it. I mean, not as much as Sam Lotion. Like Sam Lotion has like <laughs> hundreds of hours in that yeah. game. I have like maybe 50, 60, 70 hours on PC. And then having it on Switch, even though like graphically it's a it's a lesser version graphically it right. still feels great and it's just awesome to be able to i mean it's a, it's like that's the kind of game that should be on switch right 
it's a game that should be that can be played anywhere and they can just as long as you have a wi-fi signal and you want to play online it it just still feels great i think the metagame stuff they've wrapped around it is kind of confusing and they keep doing stuff like they used to have loot boxes and now they still have loot boxes but they have a like um xp progression and rpg system like call of duty does but like the game still feels great and i think they've improved the matchmaking a lot more in the the recent months because it used to be where you know i would be matchmaking against like veteran players all the time and constantly losing because i don't know for whatever reason but now like i am feeling like i'm being matchmade against equal opponents my skill and i think it's because of all those revamps they've done and it just still feels great it's like it's one of those games where it's so freeing like i love multiplayer games and i like competitive multiplayer games and most of the competitive multiplayer games are mostly shooters and maybe some smash or something but rocket league is such a free form game where it's like all right you're giving this suite of tools and like and this is the arena you're doing it in and and you can put that on its head so much if you have like just awesome aerial control or control over your car and just do like so many times have i done like ridiculous like saves and blocking shots and just stuff like that um scoring points the last second last possible second in the game and i think it's just a a fantastic game made better by the fact that i can play it on the toilet um (laughs) but also just like play it anywhere like the switch gave me a reason to play rocket league again yeah and that's great i'll say that when rocket league came out and people were like check out this indie game rocket league i was like well it was nice while it lasted but (laughs) i'm definitely out of my league here (laughs) this is i guess this is what an indie game is now (laughs) yeah yeah uh and when you annoyed came out i was just like oh another meme game it's pretty good meme game though it is a great it's 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 belongs up there with like bubsy 3d whatever Mm -hmm. uh in the hierarchy of meme games but it's still i was just kind of like uh, okay haha i mean how long did it take to make rocket league well they had to make it once and fail and then they remade it again the the what was the so, pre- so we're talking a handful of years right yeah all right so yonoid took a month <laughs> and yonoid has a dedicated dab button <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's fair i don't know i think it's rocket league i am i stand by rocket league i am They're super awesome power action battle cars whatever the precursor to rocket league was called rocket powered battle cars yeah yeah um, I am in consistent awe of of Rocket League, its concept, its execution, how well it's made. There's a lot of good stuff in Rocket League, I think. But it doesn't have a dab button. It doesn't have a dab button. <laughs> um, I'm also sort of, uh, I always say this, I think I played Rocket League for, I tried to play Rocket League for about a week and tried to really get into it because I, I loved everything about what I saw, but found the skill ceiling a little too high for me really? especially considering that i just don't play a whole lot of driving games and don't enjoy oh, a whole lot of driving yeah, games I love driving games i mean ar- arcadey driving games like and i would consider like if you really want to get down to it gta is a driving game halo multiplayer can sometimes be a driving game like you give me in a warthog and i will <laughs> fucking you know tear tear rubber like 
I can, I can, I always wanted to be the driver mm-hmm. in those types of games. And this game is, I'm, I'm the driver and I'm also like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. You're the driver and you're the Pele. Yeah. 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 That's definitely a big deal. I don't know. I, I still feel in my heart you annoyed too, but I can't give nearly as impassioned a speech about it as you can with Rocket League. Also, I let it win over Thomas was alone, so come <laughs> on, Alex. I mean, I was picturing a perfect world where Yonoid 2 makes it to the end <laughs> because it has a dedicated tab button and no other game on this list does. I feel like Alex is fighting harder for Yonoid 2 than he has for any of the Monster Hunter games on this list. <laughs> well, okay. I know Monster Hunter with you guys is like a lost cause. Like, that that's my reasoning. It's fair. It's fair. And Yonoid, I have a chance. At least on some you just level. just us as these dirty memesters <laughs> well i mean I, i'm going rocket league uh i think Unoid is remarkable i think that like it, it it was a great jam game it came from the waypoint jam didn't it uh, yeah i think yeah. yeah yeah uh it is it looks really crazy the team that did it was full of cool people um but in the end, it's a goofy meme game. Everyone should follow the Yonoi 2 Twitter account. Absolutely. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> up until recently, I was just posting pictures of pizza, right? Quote-unquote pizza. There's one <laughs> yeah. that was like a watermelon slice with like cheese on it or something. <laughs> Rocket League? Rocket League. Rocket League. Okay. Give it up for your pal, Rocket League. <laughs> your friend and mine. <laughs> Parentheses, Switch, close parentheses. Yes. Only that version. Rocket League, Switch. I mean, you can just say Rocket League. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to split hairs. No. Only the Switch version. Okay. Uh, next up, Martinez Aces versus Beasts of Balance. All right. Y'all fight it out. Uh, okay. Do you want to just give it a Beasts of Balance? I do, actually. Okay. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Dylan wait. finally realized it's just a tennis until game. Actually. <laughs> No, I, I want Beast of Balance to win over Mario Tennis Aces because I enjoy Beast of Balance far more. Fair enough. I really enjoy Mario Tennis Aces and you know what? No. <laughs> Damn it. He uh, did it again. <laughs> I mean, a Beast of Balance Rocket League matchup is more interesting than Rocket League versus Mario Tennis Aces. True. I can I concur. Okay. I never been is that an actual song or are you like have you literally never heard Beast of Burden <laughs> by no. the Rolling Stones no sorry he just listens to the Yonoid Enter the Void <laughs> to <laughs> soundtrack the balance OST <laughs> it's a good OST alright we're on round three alright of the All right. upper bracket you guys, you guys ready? I'm so yeah. ready. All right. Donut County versus Totally Awesome Battlegrounds. Donut County. Donut County. Donut County. <laughs> that was easy. I've never been a beast so I love burning. you, Totally Accurate Battlegrounds. You got so far. I'm proud of you. Never, 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 never. Oh, oh, oh. This is sounding like a terrible song. I don't yeah, really want to listen to it. <laughs> um... All right, next up, Nog versus Cave Story Plus. I'm going to vote Nog. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, <you> Finally. Know, <laughs> uh, I think this is where I have to draw a line and say that Nog was more recently effective in my in my soul, oh, in my heart, God, in my emotion. Like, like they're both. I think it's interesting because they're both games that very personally affected me on my game development journey. Um, but Nog is the most recent one to do so and has done very well. I'm okay with that. I feel like both of these games were made with a lot of uh, passion and skill. Mm-hmm. And the that passion and skill and charm is reflected in these games very well. Uh, so I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the shit out of here. What's cave story fighting? Oh, it's going to be. Ooh. Hey, don't. Hey, Ooh. <laughs> I already gave away like a couple matchups. Let's, let's leave all it right, there. All right, all right. Well, I can't even tell yet. So. Okay. All right. Next up. Dobatone versus Zone of the Enders. The second runner Mars. It's a tough call. I feel like Will Zone of the Enders had a good run. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you there. Uh, Dobatone is just really special. Yeah, it's it was fun. It was like like that entire package. Was, yeah, I mean, like the the hardware it ran on was so crazy. The games itself, they're so like. None of them were that complicated or impressive, but they were all no very fun. There's absolutely no tutorial, so it's right. just like figure it out. Uh, I think Dobatone's a really it's a it's an odd duck, and it's the the bell of the ball. Is it? There's that great <laughs> hamburger making one. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, where it's like you have to make this hamburger and you have to stack the. Yeah. God, there's Beautiful. some good there's some good lessons in like textless tutorialization mm-hmm. in Dobatone. Yeah, I agree. I've never been a Dobatone. Alright, next up, Rocket League on Switch versus <laughs> Beasts of Balance. Beasts of Balance? Uh, it's Rocket League. Oh, man. I, I'm really <laughs> evenly split on it, too. <laughs> Alright. I think I think Beast of Balance sounds like an awesome toy. Oh, here's where it... I think it sounds like a fun <laughs> time. <laughs> but like most board game <laughs> toys, I see less and less replayability value. See, that's one of the most interesting things about Beast of Balance to me is that is one of the few board games that I feel like has near endless replayability. I mean, I'm sure it has, like, the game itself can be replayed over and over and over and over and over again. The question is, do I want to? Absolutely. 100%. All right. How long does a is, does a match, does a game of, of Beast of Balance take? Uh, like, I'd say average five-ish minutes. Okay. That's cool. Same yeah. thing for Rocket League. <laughs> I, was gonna, yeah. I was really worried he'd say like 45 minutes and I'm like, oh, it's Rocket League. <laughs> oh, we're out. We're out. Because it's basically uh, Jenga where you're trying to build the tower, you know? Right. And so like the physics going to win eventually. Right. As an expecting father, I'm going to go with Beast of Balance. Wow. Also, 
let's just remark at how great it is that like the top four will be Donut County, Nog, Dovatone, and Beast of Balance. Very similar kind of new indie aesthetics going on. Well, we didn't give it to Beast of Balance yet. Oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think Rocket League's pretty cool. Uh, I've never had the impulse to play it. I don't think I'd be good at, good at it or it enjoy it. Yeah, there is always a at least an, an amount of balance of leveling the the play curve. Like no matter how better your opponent is than you, you can at least see like how they got from where you are to where they are. Like you can at least see the pathway, right? Until you get to like aerial shit, and you're like, "Whoa, fuck!" Because then they're just yeah. like dancing through the air. I'm like, I don't know how they did that. It's like retrograde or some shit. When I was reading about people who were just flying in Rocket League, I was like, "Well, that's where I draw the line." <laughs> Cars shouldn't fly. <laughs> that's okay. Got it. I'm never gonna be able to play this game at any reasonable competitive level. <laughs> but I think that's I. I mean, but I wouldn't be able to do that on any game. But I think, I think there's a testament to how pick up and play Rocket League is, despite how difficult it can be at times. And also something like PUBG, where you're going to lose terribly your first, let's say, 12 hours of playing that game. And I think it's also a testament to the quality of that game that with you when you you can play through that stuff and feel like oh i still i got something from that right i got something from that whereas in rocket league it could be immediately infuriating when you are like losing pretty bad or you miss that shot or whatever but like it's like playing a real sport where it's like every time you go out into the field and you play and you do poorly you're learning something that's i think what it comes down to is that uh as a kid if given the choice to like play Ninja Turtles or play a sport, I would always go Ninja Turtles. Uh, I've never been into sports. I've had some fun with sports, but in general, like I just feel like if I'm bad at sport, a sport, it's not engaging for me to play it. But something like Beasts of Balance, I feel like, can be fun for everyone. Mm-hmm. I've taken it to like Thanksgivings. Wow, I just realized I've had it for a year. Um, like dinner parties, uh, workplace events. And it's just always been such a hit, such an immediate click with a lot of people. Um, the color, the concept, the the feel, um, everything about it is enticing and just a blast to play. Whereas I don't think Rocket League can boast the same thing. Mm, I don't know. I've had a lot of like come over and let's play some Rocket League. Yeah, but like in the same way I've had come over and play let's play some Smash. So you've had people saying inviting you to play Rocket League, but you've never like brought Rocket League to a place and been like everyone will love this. Mm, not yet, but I could because on Switch will everyone love it? Everyone loves it. Everyone <laughs> everyone loves it. <laughs> everyone is here. <laughs> Um, I think also from like a design perspective, they're both like very cool uh, and very minimal ideas that are mm-hmm. executed. I mean, I haven't played either one, but from what I've seen from both, seem to be executed very well. But I'd also say that Beasts of Balance is a little bit more novel to me. 
think it should be Rocket League. I, it's got to be Beasts, <laughs> man. I think it's Rocket League. I mean, look, you and I are neck and neck, and Will's leaning Beasts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Stupid kids on the way. Bunch <laughs> <laughs> of bullshit ruins everyone's time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're going to say to them like the first time you see them? Hey, little <laughs> shits. You mean Rocket League lose. <laughs> Dylan's going to kidnap my children and force them to play Rocket League until they're <laughs> champions. Then they're going to grow up to be jocks. <laughs> it's going to oh, be no. awful. <laughs> the worst punishment. <laughs> oh, man. All right. He gave us a beast of balance. So here's right. where things get interesting. Yeah, this is weird. You guys like the playful kitschy shit too much you guys need to calm the fuck down with these goddamn games <laughs> the fun games yeah all right uh we have three more matches remaining uh we're at an hour 45 we're making good time we sure are um we've had about a little under four minutes per match on average which is pretty good um next up donut county versus nog Donut County. Donut County. This one's really hard for me. But it's Donut <laughs> County. Is it hard because uh, you think that Nog is so much better? Or is it hard just because you don't want to see Nog go down? A little bit of both. I I, I, I guess maybe it's like 75% don't want it to go down. 25% think it's a bit better. Um, but... But the, Donut County the is The thing really is, Alex, good. Yeah. it has gotten so far at this point yeah. that like, I feel like a couple more wins almost assuredly cinches it. Like, yeah. it's already like placed pretty well in the lower bracket. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. going to take a couple it's rounds to get to it. Yeah. And then by then, like it probably only needs one or two more wins. It's probably Donut County. All right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Totally. All right. I am I am more and more uh confident at this point that Donut County was Will's secret pick. Oh yeah? Yeah. I'm betting that was it. I mean, you could go back and look at the 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 seating. We all ranked them. I'm not saying Will ranked it number 1, but he probably ranked it pretty high. Hmm. All right, Donut County wins against Nog. All right, next up, Dobotone versus Beasts of Balance. I already know this is going to be like a 2v1. I never been Dobotone. Man, you're really selling me on the song. Never, 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 <laughs> I definitely want to go and look up the song later <laughs> and listen to it on my own. Please allow me to introduce myself. Oh, man. No, that's a better Stones movie. Yeah. Sympathy yeah. of the Devil. Yeah. I like uh, Gimme Shelter. Uh, well, what's what's your take? I'm leaning Dobatone. That's what I figured. Yeah, I'm leaning Dobatone. Dylan's leaning Dobatone. I mean, it's just, they, they look, they both are very cool. They're both very novel. Uh, in the context of games, I think Dobatone takes it. Yeah, probably. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Give it to Dobo. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Do we just want to say this last one like on three? <laughs> we, like, sure. we all, all right. So it's Donut <laughs> County versus Dobotone 
Um, on three, you ready? Sure. One, two, three. Donut, Donut County. County. <laughs> and uh, now for the big reveal, Will. What was your your secret pick written secret down pick. in Google Keep? <laughs> it says Donut County <laughs> scrawled in orange pen. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> It's a great game. It is. It's a wonderful game. It is almost for sure a a honorable mentions top pick kind of game. Uh, well, that's the upper bracket, gentlemen. Wow. We made pretty good time. We. It's almost we like we could do it. We could do another one right now. I. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about that. Almost like we could. <laughs> we could finish this out. Uh. But. Huh? We're gonna call it. <laughs> I guess so. I guess you guys have lives and shit. Get back as to. it were, as it as it as it be. Um, guess I should go and read off where things stand. So we'll go over to standings right now. I guess I'll read. Oh, a lot of stuff's tied for ninth. Um, I guess I'll read. One through five, because there's one, two, three, four, five games tied for fifth place and two games tied for third. Um, so as it stands right now, if we were to if we were to stop, if there are no lower bracket. This is how things stand right now. Um, from one to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, say the top ten as they currently stand: Donut County, Dobotone. Beasts of Balance, Nog, Cave Story Plus, Rocket League, Totally Accurate Battlegrounds, Zone of the Enders, The Second Runner, Mars, Batman the Enemy Within, and Fugle is currently the what's listed here as the top 10. But we have a whole second bracket to get through, guys. Next episode. How are we feeling? Strong. Very strong. Strong about these? I think this it's, is it's a good, list. good. It's looking good. Yeah. It's looking good. We'll see. We'll see what gets knocked out. Usually there'll be some ties at the end that we'll have to break. Probably for like ninth. Probably like two or three tied for ninth. Man. After everything's said and done, we'll have to figure that out. That'll be a good time. Yeah. What huh. a good list of games though. Yeah. I'm I feel No, honestly, I was gonna say like maybe I feel stronger about this than I do our our actual top ten, but no, they're about even. Okay. More, yeah. more to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. We've made a strong case for a lot of good games. Well, it's interesting also. It's like we don't, I mean, outside the, the game that has won, has not lost at all. You kind of don't really know where things stand yeah. until right. after the fact. It's like, oh, okay. I guess, I guess that's the, that's the 10. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it looks like a good list. I think, I think there's a lot to like on this list. Uh, all right. Well, that's the upper bracket taken care of. Next time, we're gonna go through the lower bracket. You know, just take a take a peek here. What the the first the first matchup is? Uh, okay, it's not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rainbow Six Vegas Two versus Spider Pond. So that'll be that'll be Will's choice to 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 figure out. I'm gonna have to ruminate on that one. Yeah, yeah. Think well, hard. You got a week. <laughs> um but until we next meet will where can people find you they can find me on twitter at 
X zero one zero one zero one one one. Once again, give him a shout out. Say congratulations. Oh, thank you guys about, about his upcoming twin babies. Twins. Twinsies. Oh, man, you're gonna have your hands so full <laughs> of baby and alcohol. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> and a switch. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> switch. Gotta Can find you imagine? Joy somewhere. So will like like babies in elbows. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Beer. In each hand, also thumbs on switch. They need to meet, make like beer cons. Oh, yes. <laughs> Actually, no. We need to get in one of those hats that has the two beer cans on either side oh, and the big go. straw. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll be Fill it. with milkshakes. Right. Oh, uh, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Alex, where can people find you? On Twitter at number one nog fan. <laughs> also, G H O D A N underscore. Number one Nog fan sixty nine four twenty underscore underscore <laughs> xx, uh, and you can find me at Dylan Alvento. And if you like this episode, well, listen to any of our other episodes, including our best games played list last episode, you can find them at ward gamescom Also, anywhere podcasts are sold, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, anywhere else, just search Wardcast, guys. Thank you again, and I look forward to finishing out the honorables next episode. Can't wait. See ya. Bye. Bye.